Good evening everybody. Um, welcome to March. My name is Shemaine Linney. I'm fitness and nutrition expert and owner of Shemaine's Model Health. Um, and I'm excited for tonight's topic that I'm going to just dive straight into because there's a lot of information and I want to make sure that I cover everything. Tonight's topic, we're going into detail and a little bit more in depth about coffee and how it affects us. Um, so what is coffee? Coffee is a drink prepared by brewing roasted coffee beans, which are of course the seeds of berry from the coffee plants. Um, I feel that coffee has gotten a bad rap over the last few years, especially in the health industry and what we have been advised by doctors that coffee is not good for your health and um, coffee is the devil basically, that's what we're hearing. So. Actually, I am a big fan of coffee. Um, I advise my clients to drink coffee where they can, but it's not just any coffee. Um, there are specifications. Coffee is not just yummy, warm and energizing. It is extremely good for you. Um, there have been many studies on coffee and its various aspects of health and the results have been incredible in these studies. So we're going to look at a couple of these as we move on. Um, there are actually many reasons why coffee may be one of the healthiest drinks or beverages on earth. Yes, I said it, healthiest. Um, but not just any coffee, high grade organic coffee. Um, and organic, yeah, we know what that is, but do you know what high grade is when it comes to coffee? Um, so this is a coffee with only minimal defects. This is usually called speciality grade green coffee or premium coffee. These coffees generally have an amazing flavor and aromas but with minimal molds. Okay, so all coffee is not the same. Coffee usually carries naturally occurring mold toxins. So when you get the rise and then the crash and then the jitters and the side effects that many people experience or say they get from coffee, that's why I gave up coffee is because it makes me feel not good and I get the shakes and the jitters and then I get the crash. Um, this is what I hear a lot of people saying why they don't drink coffee anymore. So I'm just gonna clarify now why do you get that feeling and is it all coffee or is it just certain types of coffee? So when exposed to even low levels of mold toxins, many people lose their edge. So this is the jitters, the shakes, the sweats, brain fog um, and the crash that we call it. At higher levels of mold toxins, um, our side effects can get a lot more serious and damaging. Um, you see, coffee can taste bitter. When roasted wrong or when exposed to unhealthy stressors, including pathogenic fungi or mold. So the amount of mold on coffee can vary from batch to batch. Mold toxins are significant in a lot of coffee. One study testing green coffee beans in Brazil 
um, showed that more than 90% of contaminated or more than 90% of beans were contaminated with mold before processing. While another study revealed that almost 50% of brew brewed coffees are moldy, especially coffees left standing by brewing. So that is the likes of Starbucks and Tim Hortons and other coffee shops that may have coffee brewing for a long amount of times where you would just come in and get your black coffee to go, it's already been brewed. There are actually several countries who have instituted safe limits for one of the mold toxins but unfortunately the states and Canada um, have no limits established as of yet. So these types of coffee beans uh, that you per purchase that are let's say cheaper types of coffee they not only cost less because they use lower quality coffee beans, but because they also include a higher percentage of damaged coffee beans. So a lot of times coffee brewers and processors, when they're selling cheaper coffee, it's cheaper because they have ground up um, the damaged beans that you of course can't see or tell the difference on because they're already pre-packaged. So being aware of that is going to be important because these damaged beans have higher levels of toxins. Then the processing technique adds flavor, but unfortunately it also amplifies the toxins in the coffee too. So um, being aware that buying these cheaper coffees may not be the best option for your health. Um, and decaf coffee actually contains more mold on average than caffeinated coffee because caffeine acts as a natural antifungi defense mechanism that deters mold and other organisms from growing on the beans. So um, although people think that getting decaffeinated coffee is better for them, without that caffeine, they're leaving themselves defenseless to fight the smalls. When you remove the caffeine, the, the beans um, and your cells are left defenseless, as well as coffee producers usually, again, use poor quality beans for decaf because they don't like to destroy the higher quality or excellent beans that they will then take the already damaged beans and use them for decaf coffee. So taking that on board when you order decaf is going to be another thing. Um, but in saying that, you've got to be aware that even expensive coffees allow for mold to grow on them by using harmful processing methods. Uh, when naturally processed, and I used my inverted commas there, the beans sit outside where they collect bird poop and other debris um, and these of course grow into mold. Um, use of a wet process though can actually have better results because this puts the beans into giant vats that then we add water to and let the beans ferment so it's easier to remove the outer parts of the bean. Um, by the way 
Mold makes your immune system more sensitive to the damaging effects of gluten. We know gluten plays havoc on your gut and what does that mean? That means that can spill over to um, you having thyroid issues too. So um, I'm, I'm guessing that you never connected that maybe coffee may be causing in, in issues with your thyroid and metabolism and hormones and so on. But this is why we're looking at this to clarify this. And all is not lost because I'm a big advocator of coffee. I drink a lot of coffee. I like coffee. I love the benefits I get from coffee. Coffee has been victimized for almost a hundred years now. And the studies on coffee and health, do, they do go back and forth. Some studies show good results and some bad. The reason for this is simple. Um, bad or low grade coffee is bad for you. In short, most of the studies that show negative effects, they never actually controlled for the presence of mold toxins. Um, so those mold toxins alone explain many of the negative effects or negative results. Um, in fact, when you eliminate the effects of mold and look at the whole picture, it is clear that coffee is more of a superfood and that you should include it in your diet. Study after study has shown coffee protects our brain health, it improves our focus, it improves our memory recall and our performance. Other studies show that it lowers the risk of stroke and diabetes as well. Um, and caffeine itself from any source is it's a lot more than just an energy booster. So even if that's from your chocolate, it can help ease cognitive decline and lower your risk of developing Alzheimer's by blocking inflammation in the brain and helping again with memory processing and recall. Um, now I'm just gonna read you a quick study here. According to Gregory Frond, MD from the University of Illinois, he says, we have discovered a novel signal that activates the brain-based inflammation associated with neurodegenerative diseases and caffeine appears to block its activity. So it's blocking the activity that these diseases thrive on and grow from. Um, caffeine also increases insulin sensitivity in healthy humans which is extremely important to sustained weight loss. So drinking any coffee has short and long-term effects on your brain. The short effect is uh, obviously your mood and this is altered due to serotonin release and the other uh, feel-good hormones in your brain um, like dopamine activity. Whereas the me mechanisms behind the, its potential long-term effects on mood may relate to its antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. Um, so I know that I can feel a negative change in how my brain works when I have not so good coffee, which is rare nowadays. I drink a higher grade coffee because it, it makes me feel amazing and I, I can see the spillover into my day um, and my weeks as they go by, the benefits of that coffee. Um, so there are actually oils in coffee um, and these are 
these are those chemicals that um, Gregory Franz spoke of. Um, they're unique in their potent neurological anti-inflammatory agents that protect against oxidative stress and DNA damage. So did you ever think that your coffee may actually be protecting you against stress and DNA damage? I mean, um, from all the bad we've heard about coffee, now we can see that the good is starting to outweigh it. Um, so here's a quick tip. By brewing coffee with a metal filter like a French press um, or gold filter or even an espresso machine, you save these precious oils. So their, their names are Cahuanol and Cafestol are the names of the oils. So you can prevent these from getting damaged or save them so they can be utilized and do their job in your body like you want them to. Um, according to research by the WHO, that's the World Health Organization, one of the most common mold toxins in coffee accumulates in the adrenal medulla. Um, and this is the gland that controls um, your feel-good hormones like dopamine, adrenaline and norepinephrine. Um, so yes, the, this mold accumulates coffee in the adrenal medulla more quickly than in any other organ apart from the lungs. It's important to take note though that um, mold toxins in coffee target the part of your adrenals. So take this on board, especially if you struggle with depression or anxiety, um, responsible for not only your feel-good hormones, but also responsible for helping you burn fat. Um, also, if you're suffering from adrenal fatigue, um, coffee will, um, bad coffee will obviously feed that. So moldy coffee is going to damage your adrenal glands a lot more, and then you're going to have a higher incidence of adrenal fatigue. So, um, coffee, more of the good stuff now and less of the negative stuff, coffee provides large amounts of polyphenols, the feel-good bacteria in the gut. So, we're slowly seeing so much emerging now about gut health and how important it is on every level. Um, so, this taking in that coffee provides these large amounts of polyphenols that feed your good gut bacteria, um, we can see the benefits that are spilling over from drinking a high-grade coffee more and more as we study the gut and its bacteria. So we already heard, most of us at this stage, especially as moms, have heard that red wine and chocolate are notorious for their polyphenols, but actually coffee contains a lot, a lot more polyphenols than your favorite red wine and chocolate do. Um, coffee also does have powerful thermogenic properties meaning that it stimulates fat loss. So back to where we said it helps uh, signal the organs that stimulate fat loss or burning body fat. Um, 
It also even helps build muscle for all you gainers out there or strong men. Uh, coffee can help stimulate muscle building um, by controlling a substance in your body called, and you may have heard of this if you're in the fitness industry or in the body, bodybuilding area, um, it's called mTOR and mTOR is a chemical or a gene signal that we like to control turning on and off. So coffee is also, as we know, um, or as you should know, because this is the first thing I say to people when um, I speak to them about coffee, is that like coffee is a very powerful antioxidant. Of, it actually is the number one source of antioxidants in America. Um, and is being studied right now and has been for the last while for its anti-cancer effects. So um, we've covered a lot on what coffee is there is there and like obviously you should be wise with your coffee of choice and um, you're probably asking well what is a good coffee so the best coffee is organic uh, high-grade coffee so again that would say speciality or premium coffee on it um, the beans are the best that you would grind yourself black coffee as well is the best because when we add um, any dairy products into our coffee bar um, ghee uh, they damage or they inhibit the antioxidants in the coffee so you're not benefiting from it at all. Ghee interacts differently um, and I will explain that uh, in another podcast um, but I use um, medicinal coffee, I use mushroom so a higher grade mushroom coffee that um, comes from a source of good integrity and has been filtered and graded properly and then because it's been blended with the mushrooms, it only actually requires half of the amount of coffee and I still get that spike, I still get the brain response, but I get a nice kind of smooth ride. I don't get a crash, it's just all nice. Um, and then those mushrooms add the nice flavor and I'm getting the benefits from all the medicinal mushrooms too. Um, I also do grind my own um, lab tested, uh, coffee beans too so I'll grind them myself in my Nutri Bullet and make my coffee fresh too and um, I have a small coffee press that didn't even cost me that much when I'm out and about on a rare occasion a very rare occasion I will buy maybe a Starbucks coffee but I definitely feel the after effects from that um, and that's generally just a treat if I'm out um, but now being aware of coffee and there's one thing that I want to touch on because there's a few people in around me around my work right now who are pregnant and I just want to touch on this um, if you're pregnant or actively trying to conceive it's not the best idea to drink caffeinated coffee because caffeine crosses the placenta um, and sustained exposure to caffeine raises the fetus or the baby's heart rate. Um, it'll also decrease blood flow from the placenta. So lots of women do drink coffee when they're pregnant, but um, I would advise only every once in a while um, not to drink it every day. 
So uh, just for the health of yourself and your baby, those would be wise words. So if you have any questions regarding this or wanted a link to what coffee I use or the name or uh, what I'd recommend or even you want to throw a picture of your coffee at me and see what I think, then um, go ahead. Of course, share this with anyone. I'm sure people will share this with some of the coffee lovers in their lives that um, maybe could do it a better option of coffee so have a great night guys and i hope you found that helpful and um i'm actually really interested to see what kind of feedback i get from this one okay bye